So nothing much has happened since the last recording, Rob, has it? I mean, it's January, isn't it? So nothing happens in January with, with um, tech releases and particularly Apple stuff. They don't do anything in January, do they? Never, yeah. So it's going to be filler. Yes, yeah, basically. We've got nothing to talk about. Nothing to talk about. Imagine if we had like a new Mac Mini or a, new, a brand new <laughs> set of chips to talk about or a new MacBook Pros or a new HomePod. Imagine that. Imagine if they brought out a new HomePod in January. A new, a new HomePod <laughs> in January would be wild. Can you imagine? I mean, they, they got a shot of it, didn't they? Bumped it off. People keep talking about it and um, I just, I can't see it happening. Can you? Only it has. All of that stuff oh, has yeah. happened. Oh God, Shot what a couple of weeks. Yeah. Was that last Monday? It wasn't this Monday, was it? I've got I've, my... I've written and made videos about all this stuff, but I can't remember when any of it happened because it's just been an absolute blur. It was last Monday, wasn't it? I think so. I think it was. Um, yeah, what a surprise. In fact, we'll come on to that in a minute because um, I've just noticed there's a few other things on, the, on our list that we're going we're gonna to go through. Um, there's also a word that I can't repeat in the list <laughs> of uh, outline, <laughs> in the outline, which, uh, yeah... A word that should never be said on this podcast, obviously. Um, probably, but probably said quite a bit behind the scenes. Um, okay, yeah. So first on the list is outsourcing. <laughs> what an exciting start to the show! Um, that's the sound of a million, not a million, sound, sound of a few hundred people tuning out straight away. Uh, outsourcing, yeah. So this is this is about. I, I guess this is me outsourcing stuff behind the scenes, isn't it? It is. How's it going? Well, all right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's it's hard to tell, isn't it, when you do this sort of stuff, because you spend most of your time doing the outsourcing than actually doing this time, having time back from getting the outsourcing done, if that makes sense. Um, but having said that, I mean, people who listen to this podcast and listened to it last time, like two weeks ago, uh, they listened to the first bit of outsourcing because that was edited by someone else. It wasn't me. Oh. Um, another guy edited the podcast, which was both a little bit scary and um, also amazing because i got that i did get that time back on a saturday morning which was nice i think it was okay there wasn't it we, i know you um, you spotted one uh, moment when i i completely disappear for about 10 seconds but um aside from that i think it was a pretty good good job wasn't it yeah did you did you listen to it all the way through i did yeah i had a good listen yeah yeah, and I, I don't typically because that'd be weird but i i did on this occasion because obviously <laughs> the new the new guy edited it and yeah did a sterling job apart from that six second gap where you disappear did you get him to redo it and re-upload it no i didn't bother but by that point i'd, <laughs> I'd uploaded it and done it really so I, I couldn't be bothered to change it but um uh, <laughs> he did a great job and obviously he'll, he will be listening to this because he'll be editing it so um yeah thank you very oh, it's much a good job i was polite wasn't it? i hadn't thought about that I'd, yeah that only crossed my mind i thought if rob says anything um but no that that's richard that was so rubbish th thank it was rubbish <laughs> <laughs> No, thank you, Richard. You've done a very good job. So that was the first example of me giving someone else something to do, which was um, great. And yeah, there's lots of other things that are happening. Um, I'm looking at a social media person to do some stuff for me. I've got someone publishing the blogs now on, on marketlistreviews.com. I've got someone helping me with helping with the Medium Academy. He's helping me put the um, all the stuff together for that, which is coming on nicely. And uh, yeah, it, it's just, it's, it's kind of, like I say, a mixture of scary stuff and um, quite exciting because it means the business is growing and like I say, I should hopefully get some time back at some point. Um, and uh, yeah, that's kind of where we are. And there is other stuff that I'm getting help with, which involves someone quite close to me right now, um, which we can probably talk about at some stage, but I wonder who, I wonder who that could be. 
Who else could I be? Right. Who else could I be roping in to do something for me? No idea. <laughs> um, how's the gammy finger? That's the next thing on the list. Uh, it's okay. It's um, you probably can't see there, but it's it's healing. It's amazing how the human body heals. Bearing in mind, I, I ripped off the top layer of skin on that finger. Um, it's pretty much almost back to normal now after a couple of weeks. That's so good news. Yeah, it's a good, good thing. Yeah, being my kind of dominant hand and my index finger, it's amazing what you can't do when you've got... Obviously, stop laughing at the back, but um, it's amazing the number <laughs> of things you can't press and type and do stuff with when you, you haven't got that finger. Really annoying. Um, if you've got... A, I don't know if, you've, if, if you've ever had like a, a, a bandage or a plaster on one finger and when you can't... Obviously, you lose all sense of... You can't feel anything on, on that finger when you've got the plaster on. So while you're typing, you, do, you can't feel your finger hitting the key. That's a very strange sensation. Um, and with my weird typing style that you've, you've pointed out a few, sh- a few shows ago, um, that didn't help at all. But it's fine. Gammy finger's all right. I'll, I'll, I'll live. It's concerning isn't it given your you know your business is you and okay you've got some help and stuff now but if you i don't know had a cycling accident or something and broke your wrist you'd be in real trouble wouldn't you there'd be no more mark Ellis reviews would there it'd be unless you fancy a crack at it he'd probably do a better job to be honest (laughs) um yeah harrison's not old enough yet to take over so and he probably wouldn't want to to be fair but um yeah i mean that's the perennial problem with this isn't it um, do you, do you, can you get insurance for that sort of thing? I know, I like Michael Flatley famously insured his feet, didn't he? What can I insure, though? My fingers? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. If wow. I lost all my fingers, that would be an issue. 100%. I'd, I'd struggle to do most things. Um, I don't know. I, I don't, I, I'm not Was sure what like, kind of... You know, solopreneur you know, sole, sole business continuity insurance or something. Possibly. Yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things that we all know this is the case. So anyone who does this stuff, even the big the big guys like the, the MKBHDs of the world, if he, if he has a an issue and isn't there for a certain amount of time, then his channel kind of... I know, I know he's got a big team and he's got other people doing things, but he's the face of it, isn't he? And it's the same, same for any online creator or that horrible word influencer. Um, if you go, then the, the whole brand just kind of stops, doesn't it? So we're, we're all kind of aware of it, but um, you just kind of, it's one of those things you just kind of put under the carpet. I suppose really, if, if I wasn't here, there'd be bigger issues to, to worry about, but um, <laughs> <laughs> then you know, who, who's going to review the next iPhone 14 and get all the, all the details wrong and not do, not do proper benchmarks. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Anyway, well, thankfully you are here, I am and, here. That's uh, and you're you're mates with Samsung now, apparently. I am, yeah. Where is it? Here it is. Yeah, so I've got a, a Fold Four. I alluded. I think you asked me in the last episode, um, would Samsung be sending me anything? And I couldn't say much then, but I can say now that I've I've got a a burgeoning relationship via their PR team. Um, so that's good news. <laughs> they watched or listened to or read any of your stuff. <laughs> So when it went, so I'm not dealing with this. It's going through my my PR team, and um, I suddenly thought when when they emailed and said, "Great news, they want to, they can probably send you something, and it can, something can happen." Um, I thought, "Oh shit, what what have I written about them? What are those headlines?" So I went back and just did a search across the channel for um, obviously for Samsung content, and I think the first one that I found was it was the uh, the updated review of the S22 uh, Ultra, and I think the, t- the 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 title of that video was "Still Rubbish," <laughs> so I've changed that. Um, <sighs> I've left the rest though. I mean, there's some really bad things on on the website, but 
not bad things. It's just honest. It's honesty. You know, I was disappointed with Samsung, and we've talked about them quite a bit on this on this um, podcast, haven't we? I think we, we both feel the same about this. That they just they let you down quite a lot. Um, yet they have some fantastic ideas and some fantastic products that just never quite quite make it. Yeah, I think that's it. I, I, I'm, I think I've been the reason I've been so disparaging is because I want to like it so much, and I and I can't. They're just niggles. As, as I mean, I'm genuinely interested to see what happens with the s23 lineup now mm. that it's snapdragon across the board and hopefully they've ironed out the niggles that were present that we experienced with the s22 ultra because it, it should have been amazing yeah and, and the thing is when you well, when you use phones like the fold 4 and the flip 4 you realize how good it can be because they have got snapdragons and they're great i mean th- this fold 4 i mean i'll talk more about this at some other point but um i love this thing i immediately fell in love with it um and it's not hampered, really. If you put to one side the great big crease down the screen, which is which is it's just part of the, you know, the ownership experience, um, everything else about it is, is as it should be. Even the camera is good. There isn't too much shutter lag, um, but it's it's quick. There's no there's no rubbish performance because of a of a crap chip. And um, so you realise what what you know in the UK what we missed out on for for way too long with the S twenty two because of the chip choice. But um, yeah, that that's hopefully going to be a thing of the past, isn't it? So, you know, even as is Galaxy Fold Four, because it's that's a few months old now, isn't it? Yeah, you're enjoying it. I'm really nice enjoying device. it. Yeah, and it's not like uh, maybe it is a honeymoon period. I've only had it for about a week. I've got it for three months, which I'm going to do a proper three month using it every single day type thing. So at the moment, I'm going out and not taking my iPhone. Um, I'm just taking out, taking the fold with me. And um, I don't think it's a honeymoon thing. I, I do think it's genuinely, there's something about it. And I was like everyone else, really, who hadn't used one. I just, I just looked at it and thought, really? You know, why do you want that great big kind of almost square screen? What's the point? But until you get one in your hands and start using it, it's just, um, it's got a lot of utility. I, I like that big canvas. I like typing on it. I like the fact that I don't normally like splits, um, split keyboards either. But I do like it's very easy to type on in that respect. Um, it's not perfect. You know, the front screen, the, the keyboard on that is way too narrow to the point of being completely unusable. Um, the crease is there. You know, there's a great big ridge going across the screen that is much more noticeable on this than it is on the um, on the fold. And sorry, on the flip. Um, and one or two other things, but no, I'm at the minute. I really, really like this. I don't want to put it down. I want to keep using it. I think it's because it's different as well. That's that's the other thing. How are you finding? the consistency of apps utilizing the, the space um not bad guess which one doesn't utilize the space at all i don't know instagram oh, right, yeah. it's dreadful the rest of pretty much everything else <laughs> i use does so i don't know if i can show you i mean this isn't great for a podcast but if you open instagram on the big screen um it opens in this kind of middle windowed version in the middle of the screen mm. right. whereas everything else is wide and fills up the, the entire screen um but there aren't instagram's probably the only one that i can think of that does that everything else that i use that i rely on has been fine so and switching between the front screen while you've got the app open to the big screen tends to work perfectly as well so it, it kind of goes from the narrow to the big view um without any without any hiccups really so um yeah it's been pretty good that's been pretty good so have you th- considered getting your minions to talk to Huawei, get them to send you a, a mate f- 
fold or whatever it's called. I have, yeah, yeah. We are trying um, the, with so that. The reason, the reason I ask is because they have gone the other way, haven't they? So there's no crease because the way that the device folds is such that the front and the back are the the out. You know, they they, they fold out to, to the outside mm-hmm. of the device rather than one half of it being on the inside of the device, as is the case with the fold. Because I think I could get on board with that. Apart from the fact it's called a mate. Yeah, the mate the mate name is terrible, isn't it? Mate. Oh mate. Um have you used a, a fold or a flip? Have you have you actually experienced it firsthand? No, I haven't. I th- I'd be interested if you if you could get one in your hands, I'd be interested to know what you think when you start using it because I was like you, I thought, why on earth would you want this great big imperfection through you know, through across the entire screen? But I just look, I've learned to look past it really. In fact, not even that. I've not even had to force myself to do it. It's just I just don't think about it because I'm enjoying using the device. So I'd be, I'd be interested to see what would happen if you actually got hold of one um, and started using yeah. it. I was vaguely tempted by the the Surface Duo. You know, the dual screen Microsoft yeah thing. But I think it was rubbish, wasn't it? Yeah. It was unfortunately, but um, but yeah, I'll be, I'll be giving some updated impressions on the on the fold four. It's still an absolute content machine. So I put a um, a TikTok video up a couple of days ago, and uh, to date, it's had four hundred and fifty thousand views and comments after thousands of comments for two reasons. One of them is because I started it by saying this is the Z Fold four, so immediately you get everyone saying it's Z, it's not Z, and then you get all these kind of British and US people arguing between each other about that. And then you get the whole because I, I obviously made made it clear that I'm normally an iPhone guy, so you get all of the Z versus Z thing, and then you get also the iOS versus Android thing. And because it's just an interesting device, there's that as well. So. Even six months or whatever it is, seven months after release, it's just people are so interested in it. It's, it's such a that's where Samsung are, are smart. I think they 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 know they know this. It's not perfect. It's really expensive. It's got issues, um, but it's got a very kind of fierce loyal fan base, and it creates a lot of interest, doesn't it? Um, whereas most phones, they peak after probably a month in terms of interest online and then you know, trending topics and stuff, and then it just kind of dies off. Um, but this hasn't. It just keeps going and going and going. How's, how's the pocketability? Brilliant. Much, much better than the iPhone 14 Pro Max. Because it's narrow. I think that's the key thing. It's obviously thicker. Well, you can't see I've got a case on the iPhone. Um, but it's, it's thicker, but it is narrower, which for me, in my pockets, just feels better feels much better yeah so you can give them a good review it sounds like which I think, uh, well, hopefully will be the gateway to getting some of the other cool stuff that samsung do like their uh, their 5k display wouldn't it be lovely to get your hands on one of those that'd be great wouldn't it imagine that that would be very nice <laughs> fingers cross your fingers for me um there's something here about new new youtube ad guidelines which i had nothing no idea about at all um, oh, okay. Well, I, I don't know much about it other than there's been a bit of a hoo-ha about it and like Linus, LTT Linus did, yeah, just went Linus on it. And uh, this was quite a hilarious live stream that he posted where he's just effing and jeffing the whole way through. Um, but yeah, so essentially there's this new YouTube um, ad guidelines which say that you can't swear within the first 15 seconds of your video or it will be automatically demonetized. Oh, okay. I wonder why. Who knows? Um, so that's new. And that, that's as much as I know. But I, uh, the, So all I know about it is just that <laughs> I, I happened to catch uh, Linus's live stream where he was just 
dropping F-bombs all over the place, <laughs> which is absolutely a brilliant thing to see because he's normally so professional. Um, and Yeah, so well, it wasn't on your radar at all. But it wasn't. You don't, you don't tend to to swear anyway so well, I'm glad it is because I was going to open tomorrow's video with that word that you've put on the, um, <laughs> the list here uh, I won't do that now I'll make sure I keep it clean well, I mean I don't, I don't know about you but I don't witness much swearing on on YouTube there's not maybe I don't watch the right channels but the people that I watch are fairly um, you know well mannered hmm. there you go interesting Right, I'll see if I can dig out the replay for that live stream because it was very funny. Yeah, I'd love to see that. If you can, if you can find it, we'll, we'll stick it in the show notes, definitely. Um, right, I suppose we better, we better talk about Apple, haven't we, really? Because we're, you know, we're about 17 minutes in now and we haven't uh, even mentioned the A word. Um, so it was a surprise, wasn't it? I mean, I don't know if it was as much of a surprise as it was for, <laughs> for me, but it was um, out, kind of out of the blue. I mean, I got wind of this stuff about a day or two before and even before that there were a few people saying things um but i just thought nah surely not yeah we, we've heard so many rumors haven't we that haven't have never materialized and you don't know what to believe but um yeah i, I double checked i think the last time they did anything in january was 10 exact exactly 10 years ago um and it was an apple tv whatever generation that was back then um but yeah what did it surprise you that they've done this so early yeah, well, because up until that point, all of the the usual suspects were saying, "Oh, MacBook Pros have been pushed to the end of the year. You're not going to see anything from from Apple, you know, in this side of of spring." Um, and then they go and just M two all the things and bring the big HomePod back. Crazy, which must have completely wrecked your content pipeline. Massively, yeah. And the worst part, I mean, I'm not complaining because it's great and it's raised the number of views and everything's gone nuts all of a sudden. But um, it's just the worst time of year, really. Because, I mean, one example, I, I all, every year in February, I go away to the lakes with with a few, with my brother-in-law and a few other guys. Um, and that's happening again midway through February, which is smack bang in the middle of when probably I'm going to get these new Macs. And then we've got the new Samsung stuff and God knows what else. Um to not have Apple amongst all that now is is normal and quite nice. But for them to throw all this stuff in there um, and do some really interesting things, well, not interesting, but do some things that are, from my perspective, are very interesting and I know that my audience is very interested in, um, is just, I just wish they'd done it in March. <laughs> yeah. Although people reckoned that the, um, I can't think of who it was, but someone picked up on the fact that the uh, the video for the, for the new M2 Max and Pro, et cetera, the date on the the file was 2022 and there's a theory that this was actually intended for an event towards the end of last year which was yeah, obviously cancelled yeah. which makes sense i suppose yeah if you if you um if you look at the url on the on the on the press release for the video the accompanying video which you can also watch on on the youtubes and it's about 18 minutes long and it's it's a bit dull really um but the it's yeah, it's dated October 22, so clearly this must have been pushed back for yeah. whatever reason. I mean, yeah, who knows? Who cares, really, I suppose. But yeah, they're, they're here now, aren't they? So we've got loads of new stuff, haven't we? Are you tempted by any of this stuff? Before we get into it, is there anything you you were gonna you suddenly thought, oh, I, I need that? Um, no, because the M2 is essentially an overclocked M1. You know, it's still on the 5 nanometer process. Yeah, it's got a bunch of extra transistors in there for stuff that i don't need like prores encode and ml and 
I just stuff that I don't need on on a day to day basis. So although on paper. I think like the single core performance is about 10% faster and the multi-core performance is about 20% faster and the GPU performance, I think, is the biggest step up, especially yeah. if you were to go to the M2 Pro, which has yeah. got just a whole bunch of cores. Um, and the other benefits that come with this um, this refresh, like, I don't know, like uh, Wi-Fi 6E, Bluetooth 5.3, they're nice to have, but they're not worth upgrading for. Uh, HDMI 2.1. So, because that was a big complaint with the last generation, wasn't it? That you couldn't do 4K, yep. 120 hertz or 8K, yep. 60 out of the HDMI port because it was only 2.0. The fact that on some models you can upgrade to 96 gigs of RAM and up to 8 terabytes of storage, which is ludicrous. Um, what else is there? Oh, so on the, on the laptops, the MagSafe cable's colour matched, isn't it? Yeah, I love that. That was one of my, wow. one of my favourite announcements. It, only the only the magnety end is yeah. colour matched. <laughs> the other bit's white, still isn't it? Got, it's still got a white USB, so it just it, it actually looks worse, in my opinion. Hmm. Although I suppose you're not going to see that end very often, are you? So no, no, really. it's a nice touch. I'm yeah. not going to moan about that. What we haven't got is Face ID in the notch. No, no, none which, of that. I don't know if you recall. MKBHD said if the next revision comes out. And it doesn't have face ID in the notch. I'm going to wear socks and sandals like Linus. Which he did, didn't he, at the end of his video? Did he do it? He did, yeah, right at the end. There was a short as well that someone put on from his from his studio that uh, showed him walking around that day wearing socks and, and sandals. Oh, so yes, effectively, I, I he did do it. I haven't seen, I haven't seen any, of the, any of the stuff recently that's come up because I've been ill. Um, but, oh, so he did do it. Oh, he did do it. Good on him. Yep. Good on him. So yeah, no. So to answer your question, I'm, I'm not tempted at all. I don't see that the the various benefits are worth it for me personally. But also, there's the SSD speed issue, which is yeah. rearing its ugly head again. So on the face of it, so I mean, of the of the things that were released, I don't care about the laptops at all because I'm absolutely delighted with my M1 MacBook Air. And yep. I don't need any of the fancy stuff that the M the M2 MacBook Pro or the M2 Max MacBook Pro can offer. Don't need it. So of the things that they announced, the the it was the Mac Mini that interested me the most, particularly the M2 Pro. But I, again, I don't really need I don't really need what that what that's got. And so I mean, on the face of it, you go, oh, M2 Mac Mini is now hundred quid cheaper. Well, that's awesome, hmm. and it is, but it isn't because it's you know the, it starts at eight gigs of RAM and two hundred and fifty six gigs of storage, which to be fair I could live with because that's what I've got in my base M one at the moment, but it's got the same single SSD chip problem that the yep. other M two machines have got. Yep. So, which which you know from your personal experience that it's not a problem up until the point that it is. And yeah, then yeah. it's useless. So I feel that going from my base M1 to a base M2 Mac Mini would be a complete waste of time, maybe a, a step backwards in a number of respects. Um, and it's just too much money to go up to an M2 Pro, which I think is what I would really do. So on the face of it, it looks like the point of entry into Mac ownership is cheaper. That's kind of a good thing. And I guess the audience for a base M2 Mac Mini aren't going to hit 
they aren't going to be doing things that saturate the SSD NAND caches to exhibit the sort of performance problems that yourself and Max Tech and various other tech commentators have, have noted. I think for for most people, they've actually made it £100 more expensive because you'll want to step up to the 512 gig model. Yeah, it's a really good point. That's the issue, isn't it, really? It's, a, it's an odd... Except, up. except I've led you up the garden path there. Okay. There's a problem with that as well. So okay. the 512 gig models have also got fewer NAND chips versus the previous generations and thus are also half half the speed. Oh, no. So even if you bump up to... So, you know, the... the, the the base M1 Mac Mini used to be 750 quid. It's now 650 quid. If you want to step up to the 512 gig model, it's 850 quid. Yep. But even that is going to be a step backwards in terms of SSD performance. So you actually need to step up to the one terabyte. So you're now up to a grand, <sighs> over a grand. Nightmare. So had you heard about this? The fact no, that that's even the complete five... news to me. So yeah, so this is true of all of the base M2 models that have a 512 gig storage Wow. So they, they keep raising the, the, the kind of ceiling of the crap performance, basically. Yeah. Great. That's the one that's coming to my house next week. You, you've, got a, you've got a 512 gig, 14-inch of you. I'll level with you. I, no, well, I, I think I've screwed up a little bit. I'm, I'm going to make a video about this tomorrow. In fact, I wrote about it, I think it was today, on the blog. And um, today being Thursday. Um, and... So basically, my idea with this, when it came out, I had a real issue trying to think what to get. So when on that Monday when it was all announced and everything went mad, I remember sitting here looking at the screen thinking, I don't know what to order. I need to get something. I need to get something into review. But I haven't got a clue what to do. And um, I kind of... And the thing is, I didn't have much time to think about it because I had to get some video, uh, some content out and crack on. And so I had to make a bit of a rush decision. And what I decided to do was buy the same spec, roughly the same spec laptop and the same spec Mac Mini that I've been using. So for the Mac Mini, that was the, M, the standard M2, not the M2 Pro, the M2 with 16 gig and 512 um, SSD. And for the MacBook, the only difference really was the, was the size. So I went for the 14 inch, but the spec'd out M1 Max with 32 gig of unified memory <clears throat> and two terabyte SSD, which again, apart from the screen size and the form factor matches my 16 inch M1 Max macbook pro the idea being i then make two videos we review videos of those two machines comparing how far we've come from one generation of chip to the next one and i think there's several issues with that one of them is the main issue is that i don't think that's particularly interesting because the leap isn't huge it's not massive at all what's far more interesting is that m2 pro in the in the new mac mini that's because that didn't exist before and if you look at the, the benchmarks you know, it performs, it outperforms the M1 Max, which is really interesting. Um, so that's a far well, not, more... Not, not in GPU performance. No, that's true. In multi-core, isn't it? But not in, uh, not GPU. Well, if, you, if you want to make a mental statement about the M2 Pro, the base M2 Pro Mac Mini is faster than the base Mac Pro. Yes, right, exactly. There you go. Which says which it all, doesn't it? nuts crazy um but yeah so i think i've bought the wrong machines basically <laughs> and again for two reasons one of them is because the whole point of that mac mini I, I was i was expecting not to not to see that m2 mac mini until march or maybe even later in the year and i had this whole plan to use the m1 version as that centerpiece for my little mini uh, music production studio and then swap in the, the m2 mac mini when it eventually comes out several months later but because apple completely ruined that idea 
I'm now sitting here thinking I've got an M2 Mac Mini on the way, which I'm not interested in actually at all. The more I think about it, the more I just want to tell the DHL driver to turn around and drive off. Um, so I've got that coming. Is it, is it too late to cancel it? I don't know. Part of me thinks I might as well, I should just crack on with it really and, and make something out of it. Um, but yeah, maybe it's not. Um, and then with the the MacBook Pro, again, there's going to be there's, there will be a performance increase, I think, but it's probably only going to be seconds, really, in terms of what I do when it comes to exporting and rendering, you know, footage in in Final Cut Pro. Um, and I know I wanted to go go down to the 14 inch from the 16 inch, but then you think, well, is that really worth the three and a half grand that I've paid for that laptop? No, not really. Um, would it be worth waiting until the M3 when hopefully it's got the the brand new chip on the you know, new new fab process and all the rest of it, three nanometer, etc. Um, yes, it would be worth it because in theory the gains at that point are going to be significant. Um, so I, I've just screwed up basically, Rob. I think I've although as you'd probably guess, I'm going to make some content out of this and make the make the best out of a bad job basically. Um, it's just a, a really strange. Conundrum. And I suppose the, the the issue that I have is that I, if I wasn't running this this channel, I wouldn't have bought these machines at all. A- absolutely no reason to buy them at all. The M2 isn't for M1 people, is it? It's just if you've already got an M1 machine, stick with it. It's, you've got no reason to upgrade whatsoever. And if you, <laughs> the thing is, if you haven't got an M1, if you haven't got an Apple Silicon machine currently, so you're coming from Intel, get a refurbished M1. Exactly. That's such a good point. <clears throat> yep. Completely agree. Particularly with this NAND NAND thing. Yeah. Which uh, did you did you see your shout outs? Your your uh, our friends at Max Tech gave you a little uh, cheeky wink in one of their latest videos. Yeah. Thanks for spot. I would I'd never have spotted that because I don't watch all of their videos. In fact, I don't watch many of them at all. Um, but yeah, they did. They 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 screenshotted my my admission or my kind of um, revelation that the M2 Mac. MacBook Air is, is is actually a bit crap, <laughs> the base model. Um, so yeah, that was that was nice, nice to get. Although they didn't they didn't quote me directly, it was just a screenshot from the from the website. Um, I mentioned it on That's Twitter. So it, your, your name was there. It's, it's true. Yep, I did mention it on Twitter. I, I copied it. I I mentioned Vadim. I said something like, "Hey, check out who's mentioned me in their latest video." And he replied and said, "What do you mean?" <laughs> I replied and said. The screenshot of my website and he said oh we yeah forgot we, we put that in but uh, yeah no <laughs> not nice to, to to get mentioned by by a channel bike with a million subs um absolutely yeah so the, the max just uh, i don't know next year when the m3 comes out that's and, and again the the mac pro whatever they do with that god knows but i think in terms of normal attainable max next year is going to be the the really interesting year um, but I think this year it's the year of that that M2 Pro Mac Mini, which for a lot of a lot of people, a lot of um, you know creative businesses and you know, people who want this little desktop machine, which is just fabulous. I mean, we, we've both got the M1 Mac Mini, haven't we? And um, it's just amazing. I built this business on it. I, I I made eighty videos for this business on that on that machine. I could still be making them now, really at a push. Um, so yeah, the M2 Pro version is. It's just amazing, I think. I I actively try to make these M1, these base M1 machines cry. I do. Like, so at the moment, I've got Zoom running. I've got a Safari instance with Notion up. I've got Discord running. I've got Audio Hijack recording the, the video. I've got various bits and pieces running in the background. I've got, I've got um, 
parallels running in the background running virtualizing arm 64 windows 11 on an 8 gig machine and it it's fine it just says it all doesn't I, it? I can't i can't break it and <laughs> can't I, make I, it I, gen- I just doesn't matter what i do it just gets on with it um and i yeah, i genuinely don't think that either the 256 gig or the 512 gig models because of the the amount of swapping that must be going on to do what this machine is doing currently that I'm talking to you on, I I don't I don't think it, it can handle it. I totally agree. I think we've got the golden generation of of Macs basically. That the the M this the the kind of original M1 machines are, are classics, aren't they? I think so. so you got to have really specific reasons for wanting to get the M2 machines. I mm. think. I mean, if you really need four Thunderbolt four ports. True. That'd be a good reason to get the M2 Pro. Yeah. Uh, I mean, other than that, let's see that again. Once you start specking up the M2 Pro Mac Mini, you start getting into Mac Studio territory. And if you're the kind of person doing that work, that's probably a better bet because of the its its massive cooling capability. <laughs> it will be able to sustain that workload for longer. Well, which, is, which brings me on to another thing, actually, with the new. Have you seen any of the teardowns of the new M2 MacBook no. Pros? No, not yet. The heatsink is tiny it's what like smaller it's than the m1 version it's about half the size oh god so yeah i i'm I, again i haven't I, i've been out of action this week so i haven't done because normally i watch all of youtube so that you don't have to but i, I haven't been able to because i've been dribbling um but what i have seen is that yeah that there may well be some thermal issues with the m2 macbook pros oh dear not good, is it? Not good at all. What are you doing to us, Tim? What's going on? Yeah, I'm not looking forward to the next two weeks, partly because I've got to do so much before I go away. But um, I'm not really looking forward to these Mac reviews, if I'm honest, because they're going to consist of me running my fairly inaccurate benchmarks, which is just basically <laughs> exporting a 10-minute pi- piece of 4K footage from Final Cut Pro. Um, that's it, basically, and uh, seeing what the rendering time is. I don't know. It means setting them up. I just, you know, you just can't be bothered with something. It just feels like a. Is it worth it? Do people care? That's the thing. I don't. I'm not you, sure uh, they do. Have you got scheduled in your? Because I know you've you've probably planned months in ahead. Have you Have you ever thought about doing a feature on buying refurbished Apple stuff? Because it's brilliant. Yeah, I haven't actually. That's a really good shout. Maybe I should. So, I mean, I historically, you know. Apart from a very few notable exceptions, I will, you know, try and buy refurbished because I'm a, you know, I'm a Scrooge, aren't I? That the if you buy direct from Apple, you get a year of Apple, you know, the, you get the same warranty that you'd get if you buy a new one, and the stuff is it, it it comes in a plain white box instead of a fancy one, and other than that, it's identical. Though, so yeah. they they they'll often replace the whole chassis. Um, in a lot of the devices you'll get a new battery they're just sort of reusing the the gubbins and then you know everything else is pristine um and you typically save 15 percent. but so yeah i mean i think it'd be good just as a psa for your audience in case they didn't know but also if people do buy stuff that's quite some quite good affiliate kickbacks one would have thought yeah no it's a really good shout actually i've, I've never done that I, i've bought um, refurbished stuff myself in the past. It's it, like you say, it's great. Um, yeah, I think that's you only need idea. someone to buy like you know one 
one refurbished Mac Studio, and that's like a thousand paperweight paper <laughs> likes, isn't it? It is. Yeah. The the number of paper likes you can sell in in a day is unbelievable. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's a great shout. Yeah, I might think. I think perhaps when things are quieter, that's probably a good thing to dig into because. Um, the great thing about Macs is that they do have people are interested in Macs throughout the year. They don't really have; they're not really seasonal, really, because they're such big purchases. I think people take quite a long time to think to decide whether or not to buy one. Um, but yeah, that's a good shout. I think I might have to yeah. work that so, into the so schedule. My, my 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 position is is that if I were interested in getting into the Apple Silicon game, I would buy a refurbished M1 machine because yeah. they're tried and tested at this point. You would still get your one year's warranty, and you can still extend it with Apple Care Plus if you want to. Yeah. And you're not going to face any of the potential headaches that you might run into with these M2 machines, particularly as if you know if you want to guarantee that you're getting maximum SSD performance, you've got to spec them up to a terabyte. And the thing expensive. is, not many people know that, and and Apple obviously they know that themselves. So the majority of people who are going to buy Macs don't know or don't probably don't care about that stuff. It's the people who ask their mates who know this stuff. You know, mm. if they've got if they've got a a Rob in their family, they say, Rob, what Mac should I buy now? You're going to say M1. In fact, most people who know about Macs at the moment will, will say, buy an M1 machine. Don't bother with an M2. Pointless. Save yourself some money. You, you can't max out the, the performance of an M1 unless you're some well, kind of, unless you're bending the universe. Even MKBHD says he's not going to bother getting an M2 machine. There you go. I think it's inevitable that I'm going to be sending back both the these two these two machines, both the M2 Mac m2 mac mini and the m2 max um uh, macbook pro i think what i'll probably do is replace them with just a an m2 pro mac mini spec'd up stick that into my little um, music studio and put that through its paces because i do think that'll have longevity from my perspective in terms of people wanting to know about it and seeing how it performs it's by far the most interesting thing they they talked about but the second most interesting thing or is it yeah exactly are you going to say the same thing as me the home pod the big HomePod's back. Yeah, I'm kind really of. excited about this. This is something I am excited about getting. I'm, I'm waiting for mine, and I'm genuinely excited about this. Just the one? Surely you'd want to try out the stereo pair. Yeah, I want to at some stage. To begin with, yeah, I am. I think I did I mention this last week, last time, that um, we're going to swap all of our... Well, Jen's found this out quite recently. Uh, we're going to take out all of the Alexas and put HomePods in there. I say all of the Alexas, two of them and replace them with two HomePods, one big HomePod, and the other HomePod Mini, which is in a box over there somewhere, and it's been in that box for over a year, because I couldn't be asked to get it out, because I've got no interest in it. Um, but I think if I'm going to put the put the the big HomePod to test, I'm going to go all in with Siri at home, which sounds horrendous, but um, we'll see. The improvements, so it's a mixed bag, right? There are some really good things about the new one. Well, it's cheaper. For starters, except it isn't really. I mean, it's cheaper versus the RRP of the OG, but obviously the OG didn't sell very well, so you could typically get it for much less than even the supposed reduced price of this new one. But you know, hopefully, it's starting at a lower price, and so when this one also doesn't sell very well, you'll be able to get it even cheaper in six months' time. But the the benefits are it's got a detachable cable this time round because it had a captive cable last time that upset a lot of people. It's got a temperature and humidity sensor which the original didn't have, but it turns out that the Mini has always had it, but it was just not activated. But that has now been activated in the latest update. Uh, Why it's got a temperature and humidity sensor, I don't know. You want to trigger some tunes 
based on if it's cold you play some cold music <laughs> play cold play when the temperature dips below 15 degrees centigrade um so anyway it's got them i'm sure someone will think of something to do you can do with that but yeah uh, it's got thread and matter support and it's slightly shorter and slightly lighter and the reason it's lighter is because it's got less stuff in it there's a whole bunch of regressions so it's only got, it's got 802.11n wi-fi that's like wi-fi from 2008 rather than the 802.11ac <laughs> really you know, memo that the previous generation had and that's a concern given that they pitch it as a home hub so you'd want it ideally you know when you've got things like home kit secure video and, and that sort of stuff going on if you're if it's functioning as a home hub you'd really want better wi-fi than wi-fi 4 effectively why would why would they do that is that a, a chip shortage thing do you think or it well so that's it's probably a result of moving from the a series soc like yeah. the apple tv and the iphone you know so the old one used to have an a chip in it it's now got an s7 from the apple watch series 7 as its soc and i guess maybe that can only support 802.11n because how much wi-fi does a watch need really so it's, it's basically an apple watch with a massive speaker in it. <laughs> yeah. you can put this on your That's wrist exactly. what if, if the screen um, on top turns into the apple watch screen yeah so that so that's already a concern but if it sounds great then maybe it's that's you know because that's its primary function it's always been a speaker first and it's that can also do some smart stuff on the side but even that is a downgrade so it's got fewer tweeters it's got four tweeters now and the, the previous generation had six and it's got fewer mics so again it's got four whereas the previous generation had six so it's a bit of a it's a mixed bag i don't know how excited i can be about it i think the, the fewer tweeters and stuff that doesn't bother me too much because because apple is so good with audio i think it will still sound good I'd imagine if you put one side by side with the other one. I don't know if anyone's done this yet, but I haven't had a chance to look. But I, I, I have faith in Apple when it comes to audio because they make very, apart from the Mac Mini, ironically, which sounds horrendous. I don't know if the, the M2 version does, um, but apart that's uh, that's an outlier. Everything else sounds great given its size, so that doesn't bother me. But the the other bits are a, are a bit strange, aren't they? The, the Wi-Fi thing, um, the, you know, the move from the A series. Again, a lot of that sounds classic Tim Cook, doesn't it? You know, maximising supply chain, reducing the cost, getting as much bottom line, you know, getting as much margin out of it as possible. Um, and again, most people don't know this stuff and don't care, do they? You've just got the big HomePod back. And I think what's more interesting is why they've brought it back. That's the, that's the head scratcher for me. I th think they found a warehouse of S7s that they needed to get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> and made this weird version of the HomePod around it. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's what um, it is. Well, well one, one thing to bear in mind is that you can't stereo pair. If you've got an OG HomePod, an no. OG big HomePod, and you get a new one, you can't use them as a stereo pair. They've got, you can either you can pair two OGs or you can pair two of the second generations but you can't mix and match that's fair enough isn't it they might they, they will sound a bit different so it would probably be a bit odd um for people who can listen, listen out for that sort of stuff but um, um and hopefully they've changed the material of the the ring on the bottom i don't know if you remember when the big home oh, yeah. first came out, people Left complained that it used to stain their their wooden countertops yeah. uh, so one would imagine they fixed that this time around fingers crossed um yeah 
So well, don't put it on your antique oak table that's been in the family for generations. We have got one of those, actually. That our, main, <laughs> um, our main dining room table is from Jen's childhood, so we better not put it on that. Um, yeah, I, I am looking forward to getting it, mainly because I've never heard a HomePod, a, bit, a big HomePod. I know this isn't the original HomePod, but it's, it's as close to it as possible, isn't it? And um, what I'm not looking forward to is putting Siri in the, in the, in the house, even though we don't use that much of Alexa. I mean, Alexa at the minute, we just use it for timers and... You know, checking if famous people are dead or still alive. And that's that's it, basically. Um, oh, that's the part. Have we killed anyone today? No, that's a really good... Uh, well, I'm saying that. Was there any news? Let's have a, let's have a quick look. I'm still only just getting no, over Jeff no, Beck. No one's died. We're good. Good. Thank God for that. Um, yeah, so that's the one thing I'm not looking forward to. Um, although it's going to be interesting to see if... Particularly from Jen's point of view, because... Oh, here we go. What you, okay, this, again, this isn't really podcast-friendly, but Rob's holding up a original... In fact, the only iPod Hi-Fi. You're Have one you of those one people. Of those? Never, no, no. Yeah, you need to. Uh, that would be content gold. Content gold. Get, get get one of those off uh, off eBay and compare <laughs> them. Do. See how they've come idea. on in fifteen years. Not a bad idea. It still sounds great. <clears throat> does it and, sound good? Uh, it does. It, uh, it it goes absurdly loud. Like it's it's very very heavy. It's very sturdy because the whole front of it is like a thick sheet of steel, so it, it, you can crank it right up to max. It will not distort, and you can run it off six D cell batteries. You just take it wherever you want. It's your your favourite thing, isn't it? Running it off uh, replaceable batteries. Use use replaceable batteries. Are <laughs> just that that should be how everything how everything is. Even iPhones. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, we'll see what it's tempted, like. Tempted to get an original iPod Hi-Fi in for a comparison? Possibly. I've got too much content to make, Rob. That's the problem. If Apple <laughs> stop releasing things <laughs> completely randomly throughout the year, I'm, I'm now worried they're going to keep doing this. Like, we're going to get a, a Mac Pro in, I don't know, February. <laughs> First of Feb. At least yeah, I won't have to get really one of those. Things happen, yeah. yeah. Anyway, there you go. Is that all the Apple stuff? It is, isn't it? I think that's, uh, Tim's had his fill, hasn't he, for, for this one? Oh, there's some other things, aren't there? Ted Lasso's coming back in spring. Is this yeah, this spring, yeah, spring 2023. That's my favourite. That's I think that's my favourite news from this. This yeah. the, the recent press releases. Well, I think we all need that, don't we? It's uh, the, one of the happiest, most joyful programmes I've ever seen. Um, is there a trailer for it, or is it just a? Is it just news? I think it's just stills. If there was a trailer, I missed it. Hmm, interesting. Um, oh, hang on. I just need to hold this up for... Who was it? For Fell. Yeah, yeah look. OG iPod Hi-Fi. It's, it's at this point, again, that I should note that we, we do have people from the Discord server watching us and listening in. So um, that kind of explains that. Right, let's move on to some non-Apple stuff. Uh, oh, no, this is Apple stuff. Sorry. Um, the next thing is the, the Apple Watch tip, which is um, for, for parents. Do you know what? It's a game changer, isn't it? Massively. I can't yeah. believe I didn't know about this. That's the sort of that's the sort of thing you would expect me to know about. I didn't know about that. Yeah, um, yeah. So this came about. I think it was it was after the, the last recording, wasn't it? And we, we were talking to uh, Paul, who's on the the Discord server, uh, otherwise known as Mandatory Field, which is one of the best usernames <laughs> I've ever heard. Because um, I, I was saying one of the things with uh, when you when you're looking after your kid and they're only seven months old, they're obsessed with your Apple Watch. So Harrison is, out of anything in our house, my Apple Watch Ultra 
is the most interesting thing. Um, and he has a habit of, without me knowing, putting his hand on it while I'm holding him and turning all sorts of things on and off. And it's it's no way near as, con- as configured as it was when I configured it myself. All sorts of things are different. Um, I think I mentioned this to, to everyone last uh, a couple of weeks ago and said, I wish there was a, a, a kind of kid safe mode where you turn it on and the script, because I want him to, the thing is it, it chills him out. If, if, if he wakes up in the middle of the night, there's been a couple of occasions where I've shown him my Apple Watch and it's settled him and he's gone back to sleep. But the problem is he's still touching it and moving things around. So I wanted this, this kind of kid safe mode where it keeps the screen on, but nothing can be pressed. And, there, and that does exist, doesn't it? But it's not called kid mode. It's called I'm not sure what it's called actually. It's it's the water thing, isn't it? So if you swipe up from the bottom, you get a uh, what's it like a little water droplet. Little, so yeah, it's a little water droplet, and then that disables the display. And it does exactly what I wanted, which is I use it all the time now. It's brilliant. Yeah, I, I wish I'd known about this like three years ago because <laughs> yeah, with both my daughters, they're uh, like like Harrison, just absolutely fascinated by it, and it's it's weird how quickly they pick up how to use a touch screen oh, and then you know, I just find that I've got like random timers set and <laughs> <laughs> that just, you know wake me up in at two o'clock in the morning because I didn't know that that was going on but yeah you can just say you can so you can still see whatever it is is on on you know whichever watch face is mm. on there but you set that water mode and then it's disables the touch the only weird thing is is when you then disable it it does the emptying out the speaker because mm. so the it's, it's it's meant for swimming isn't it yeah so that you know if you get it wet and there'll be water in this in the speaker enclosure it does a sort of emits a frequency that ejects that water i don't know how good it is for it to do it when I've it's, always it has any water in it yeah it's a pretty horrific noise when there isn't water in it <laughs> yeah it's not, it's not nice <laughs> um so yeah so so it's, it's very cool tip i do i would do your homework proceed with caution because i don't know whether it's good for it or not <laughs> yeah definitely and, and also if you've yeah, if you've been holding your kid and you, you weren't aware that they're doing stuff to your apple watch it's always worth checking what they've done because harrison does three things normally he, he sets off timers every single time but he also sets off the um the step tracking thing on the compass which is about three or four button presses. It's impressive that he manages to do that. Um, and the other thing, he always turns on theatre mode, which always makes me think that the watch has run out of battery because it's just not on. Um, so, yeah, double-check what your kid's doing to your, to your watch and use that brilliant tip. So thank you, yeah. Paul, for that. All right, so just on the subject of Apple Watch Ultras, there might be an Apple Watch Ultra coming to my house. Yes. Soon. I, I heard about this. Not for me, though, because <laughs> I don't need one. Someone does, don't they? Someone does. So Mrs. Rob has decided that she's going to train for a half marathon. Crazy. Because I have no idea why she wants to do a half marathon. Who does that? Not me. That's too tough, isn't it? Yeah. So... So, I mean, so she typically... So she's very fit, Mrs. Rob. She runs... she, She typically... You know, her idea of a short run is like 10K. That's just kind of her thing. Um, And she is struggling with the battery life on her series five which i guess is a few years old now but you know if you're tracking a, a run for that amount of time it, it it hammers it with you know with the gps and everything so yeah so i asked you whether you thought that would be a good idea particularly the trail band because i was umming and ahhing because obviously this the 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 scuba one is not appropriate um no. and I, I wasn't sure whether the whether international orange or the trail band 
would be a better fit for for somebody who's seriously into their running. And you seem to think that the trail band is where it's at. Yeah, the trail band trail band is fantastic. The Alpine Loop, which is the one that I got got with the watch, the international orange one, is um, it's it's great if you do a lot of. I don't know what, I suppose a lot of hiking and stuff where it, it always looks like you're about to go on a hike or scale a mountain um, and it gets dirty really quickly, the, or- the orange one. Um, whereas this, which is the, the trail loop, um, it's just so comfy. It, it does get dirty as well. So the one that I've got has got the orange. Again, I don't know if it's international. I, I don't think it's always international orange, but I like the idea that it is. Um, it's got that kind of flappy thing on it, on the, uh, on the band. That does get dirty quickly as well. Um, but for running and stuff, it's brilliant. Yeah, I really like it. It's just very comfy, like I say. It's not worth 99 quid of anyone's <laughs> money, ever. But um, I don't know. I, I caved. So uh, so I've been shopping around. Um, this is of no use to anyone outside of the UK, but you can actually get Apple Watch Ultras for 700 quid from Costco. How much? 700. Wow. You Which do. is still a stupid amount of money for a watch, but that's 150 quid less than it would be if you got it anywhere else. So I think that's a really good price. I think it's a it's a good a good deal for that. I mean that that brings it down to stainless steel money, doesn't it? Which is yeah, which is still too much money. But uh, so I, I think because she does these proper you know stewarded events that you get officially timed and medals and stuff, um, she she's finding that on some of the routes, particularly in sort of urban routes, that the GPS isn't quite cutting it. And when she goes to look back at her route, it's a bit sort of all over the place. So so I think the battery life, she'll appreciate. I think the the enhanced GPS, she'll appreciate. And the, the trail band, probably. Yeah. Be more comfortable than what she's currently using. See, she's made for the Apple Watch Ultra. I'm, I'm not. She's she's the target market for it. I'm, I do 5K with mine, which is pathetic. Um, yeah. yeah. She'll love it. But, the, but the, yeah, so the, the other thing that she's looking at with her training for the running is the the, the shocks skull shaking headphones yeah. bone conducting headphones yeah. which you you tested like an office based one once didn't you yeah i've got them here somewhere no i haven't they're in a case somewhere um yeah i did yeah the ones that i tested were, were like a headset for like you say for office use um and you can't take the mic off so it'd be a bit weird running with that with a mic you know like yeah madonna or something um but they they're okay i mean Again, I've not I've not heard the other the running based ones, but um, you don't get incredible audio out of them. Audio out of them, but you do. They do. You can hear you can hear it perfectly well. And I think for running, and the fact I think like we we said this didn't we the other day that the the reason for this is that the, you're not allowed to have your ears completely closed off on on these events. Um, so they're per, they're perfect for that. Um, and yeah, they get they get you by. You can hear you can hear the music. As long as you're not an audio file and you're not expecting audio file um, sound quality, you, you, you'll do all right. You'll do fine, to be honest. Oh, she she very much isn't, as we've discussed before. The the thing that she likes most about her AirPods Max is that when they're stowed in the case, it looks like a handbag. That's her favourite thing about those headphones. <laughs> Which we couldn't couldn't give a toss about the sound quality or the mic quality or. Do you know what? She doesn't even like um, head track spatial audio. Really? She's just like, I don't need that. That, well, that, that's probably probably most people who buy those headphones. To be fair, yeah, yeah, we are the the outliers. It's one of my it's one of my favourite things. So yeah, so I, 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 it's kind of blown my plan to not buy anything this year out of the water because obviously I want to support her and her 
in her goal to, yeah. to run a half marathon. That's a that, that, that's a serious that's a serious endeavour. It's a serious feat which I, I will never undertake, and I'm impressed with anyone who runs longer than further than five k. To be honest, because like I say, that's that's the for me that is the perfect distance. It takes you me. You don't need to go any further than five k. No. That's that. I'm knackered that's by the diminishing end of it. returns. Yeah. Diminishing returns after five k. Exactly. You're just showing off after that. Yeah. I do it because I can eat as much food within reason as I like afterwards, and that's that's all that matters. Um, we are running out of time, but I think we should finish with this public service announcement, which, unfortunately for them, uh, relates to last LastPass again, doesn't it? I can't believe anyone's still using LastPass, but if you no. are, you need to stop immediately, like seriously now. So they've had another breach, or more details have emerged about their breach, and it's it just keeps getting worse. I'm, I've missed this. I've not picked up on this. So what, a very quick uh, overview. What, what, what's happened? So uh, it turns out that the, the breach is not only the LastPass brand, but has gone to the parent company GoTo, who run like GoTo oh, meetings God. and a bunch of other yeah. brands. And it's, it's, a, it's a total nightmare and you need to get rid of LastPass. And if you have been using LastPass, change all your passwords. Just get out immediately. What an absolute nightmare. They, they can't survive this, can they? Surely. I wouldn't have thought so. Uh, they've been. Uh, you say that, but I mean, this is very big. This is the worst it's ever been. But they've never been good, <laughs> and they seem to keep getting away with it. So, who knows? Yeah. Well, there you go. That's a that's a hell of a thing to to sign off on. If you still, um, surely not many people who listen to this. We've got a smart audience. I'm sure very few of them are using LastPass. But if you are, use something else. I won't say what you should use because it's entirely up to you. But just use something different. No, um, I will say you should use one password. It's the go. absolute gold standard of password managers. Uh, I don't use it personally because I'm an idiot and I won't have any Electron apps on my computer, but that's just, that's my problem. They're a superb company. Hmm. Yep. Never been hacked either, so. Yet. But even if they were, they're the way they've set everything up and they've, they've gone to very great lengths to explain why it's not a problem, even if they did get hacked, that your, your data would be safe. Yeah, exactly. Right, well, that's our public service announcement done for, for the year. Um, I suppose we better f- sign off there, really. And hopefully, by the time we come back in two weeks' time, there won't be any more new Macs. And th- I don't want anything else, please, Tim. I want to keep it as it is. Well, there won't be any new Macs, but there will be Galaxy Unpacked, so be all, we'll be talking about all the Samsungs. All the Samsungs, all the new Samsungs. I'll look forward to it. That'd, that'd be good. That'd be nice yeah. to talk about. Um, anyway, I'm going to let you get, get off to bed now, because I'm sure you're going to... You're probably not far off collapsing. Yeah, I've been on the full fat coke this evening, which is very unusual for me. Dangerous. Bad times. (laughs) Cheers. (laughs) See ya.